My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome back, and we're, we're doing another one of our little mini-shows here at Chase Con Expo in Saratoga Springs. And uh, we have a guest that wants to sit down and talk about their projects, so why don't you introduce yourself? Hey folks, I'm Mark Weinstein. I live right here in Saratoga Springs. I'm originally from Brooklyn. And I, uh, I basically I finished a book in 2006, self-published it. A uh, bit of an odd sort of circumstances there, but the worst, at the very worst, I mean, how many people say they've actually written a book? And how many people can actually prove it, you know what I'm saying? Right, actually gone through it and got it published. Yeah, yeah well, it's so. self-published, but still, hey, it's, it's still, still better than most people yeah. manage, yeah. I've also finished, uh, I finished a novel in 2011, trying to get that represented, trying to get an agent for that, or of course comes to us to publish or, you know, like create space or something, I swear to God, it's like pulling teeth with a blade of grass. <laughs> I just finished a short story featuring vampires, which, uh, you know, I'm also working on trying to get that taken care of for publication or whatever. Uh, working on a series based on giant robots, nice. working on another series featuring mythology set in the modern day, including some completely original god-type characters. So, yeah, I'm basically working on a lot of stuff, but my primary focus has been on, uh, basically, I showed you guys a copy of the book cover. Uh, my first book was called Warwolf, the Centurion Warrior. Uh, it was supposed to be book one of a, of a six-book series. Book two stalled out all the hell. Book three, however, I've been working on, in fact, it was my original idea, since roughly 1999. It's gone through a couple of rewrites, a couple of different designs. Uh, I got about 500 pages in on the original manuscript, realized it was wordy as hell, off on some really weird tangents. So I'm going back, doing the rewrite, and trying to, to tighten it up to make trying sure it actually makes sense. Yeah. But it's fun, I mean, especially when it actually gets done. So uh, tell the audience about the, the published book. Give them a little, like a, the, a like the five minute elevator speech, as they call it in our industry. Or synopsis? No. No? Or synopsis? No, you would go synopsis, synopsis basically. <laughs> but I refuse to use it because I couldn't find that word. So. <laughs> well, we know that word, therefore you have to use it. No, it's I don't. I edit so I can cut it out, damn it. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> There's your story, huh? No, so it's one thing, we're live. Well, okay. <laughs> you see, I got him on that one. So give us the synopsis. Tell, tell us about the book. Well, the book is set partially in the modern day in the prologue, and then it jumps back into around 510 BC. It's set in a fictionalized version of ancient Rome, where four werewolves from a from an empire of different were creatures have come out into the open on a mission of attempting to begin uh, integration efforts with the rest of humanity. Unfortunately, 
people are not necessarily thrilled about it, even though these guys are basically, they're, they're in service to Rome, and there are people kind of plotting against them in the Senate, but then things have gotten a little strange because there's individuals in the background who are planning to raise a demon. So the first book sets that up, and the second book, if I ever get a chance to get it out of my head and onto the word processor, is meant to be basically the, the Warwolf, the main character, taking on this demon. The third book, which is the one that this spun out of, is going to bring that right into the modern day, and then I've got like another two or three books planned after it. So that, that, there's a whole series there. But yeah, it, it's been in the works in some form or another since like 1998, 1999. I was originally going to do it as a comic, had no idea what a comic book script was. A friend of mine said, you got this great backstory for how you get to this story, tell that first. So I did the story, you know, as a novel, War Wolf the Centurion Warrior, book one, The Warriors. Uh, it's available at the Saratoga Springs Public Library. So for anybody who is local, you can get it either at the library or if you're through interlibrary loan if you're in the system. So that is available. Uh, book two, I don't know when that's going to get you know out of my head and onto the word processor. Book three, as soon as that gets done, I'm, I'm publishing that one way or another, come hell or high water. The funny thing is, when I went to get this published, I couldn't find an agent or anything, so I decided to go through self-publishing. I went through a company called Bookmasters. I don't know if they're still around yet. But one thing that I'd always read about in terms of like getting like the publishing process through was send the manuscript to your publisher double space so this way they can take a look at it for editing purposes. They, for whatever reason, decided they either didn't need to do that or they weren't going to do that, but they didn't tell me. So they printed it double spaced. In the long run, it actually works because the type font I think that they used may not be the biggest for most people, so it does allow people a little bit more space to just read the words on the on the page. But if I get the chance, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put it back into publication as it was originally intended, single spaced. Although it will be a lot short, maybe 65 pages with the double spacing. It's maybe 110, 115 pages. Okay. So. Very cool. Now, for anyone that's not local, is there a way to get a hold of a copy of this? Or? Uh, right now, there's only five copies left on the planet that have not been sold, and they're all in my apartment. I'm keeping those for my own personal library until I can figure out a way to get this back into publication. At which point, because it's, it's got a Library of Congress control number, I don't know, it does not have an ISBN, but it does have a Library of Congress, so that's, you know, good thing. Uh, it's copyrighted, so, you know, I've got the legal documentation on it. So if anybody out there tries to steal this, I will come after you, and I will sue the living pants off of you. And then I will shove those pants down your throat. <laughs> Where are these people you speak of with pants that are alive? I don't know, but quite frankly, you know, I always wondered, that always made me wonder about The Walking Dead. How do they still have their clothes on? I mean, wouldn't most of these people be naked because they would have transformed during the time that they were in between going to bed and, and getting up or something? Why is it we haven't seen any naked zombies on that show? Because it's on TV? Yeah. They can't do that? It's on AMC on prime time. It's safe harbor hours. Yeah, but still, they can't just have zombie schlongs hanging out there. Yeah. Who said anything about schlongs? Well, I mean, that's... I mean, seriously, why don't you just get a zombie who's completely shredded of all skin, walking around, no bitch, just flat out naked and no flesh? 
because Greg Nicotero hasn't thought of that yet. Well, Greg, but I'm putting will. this idea out there for you. This one you can have. All right, that's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, honestly, if the, if, I, I hope you don't make me blood on this because I swear to God it's a great movie. Zootopia. I am not a Disney fan by any stretch of the imagination, but holy God, I love this movie. You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, werewolves and everything, so, I mean, I, I, I could have, I'm not a big Disney fan, but at least not these days. But everybody was talking about how great this movie was. I went to go see it, and I had since seen it twice in the span of the, of the, of the following week and a half. So literally, I saw it three times in a week and a half. Really good. Jennifer Goodwin is great as Judy Hopps. I think she might be uh, one of my favorite Disney characters of all time. Maybe... I, I, at this point, I'd say she's tied for the favorite with Darkwing Duck and Goliath from Gargoyles. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I mean, Jason Bateman is great as Nick Wilde. I thought the cast was really well put together. The story was great. I think a lot of people are maybe reading a little too much into it with some aspects of it, but it's a good story. It's smart. I loved it. You know, I'm, as soon as it comes out on DVD, I'm snapping that sucker up, you know, no question. Probably grab the Blu-ray too. I'll probably grab the Blu-ray DVD combo just because I mean, if that's the only way I can get the DVD, great. You know, I'm going to get a Blu-ray player at some point anyway. But yeah, so other than that, my my book stuff. You know, I'm still working on that. I'm trying to find some artists who are looking to do some you know some work there. I mean, as, you know, as long as your prices are reasonable. Cause I'm on SSI, so I'm like dirt poor anyway. You know, I mean, let me put it this way: it took like a grand to get the to get the, the first book put together. And I ended up having to literally get help from the family group because I otherwise normally would not be able to do it. So other than that, you know, I mean, there's my books. I'm doing the Warwolf series. I'm doing a vampire series that I'm calling Vampire Savior. Uh, I'm doing a series inspired by Common Rider. That's the book I finished in 2011. It's called Soul Riders. Uh, I'm doing uh, that series based on the mythology. I'm just starting that, so I'm doing some research into various mythologies, seeing which gods I want to pull from where. It, it, it's it's a process, but it's fun, especially because once it gets done, I mean, if it's successful, you know, in terms of like getting it into the hands of readers, great. If it actually gets to the point where people like it enough, where I get onto like TVTropes.org or. Uh, you know, or have people writing fan fiction about my stuff. I mean, obviously I can't read it because, you know, if I do something and then somebody else has written a story, I can't have read that story because then people are going to say, well, this seems a little too close to a fanfic. Have you actually read it? But, I mean, if I actually see that people are doing fan fiction of my work, I will consider myself at that point to have arrived. <laughs> and I, 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 know a lot of, I know a lot of writers don't like fan fiction. I started out with fan fiction. So, and I, I have, I have got my readers at that point, you know, who do still read my stuff, and I do still do fan fiction for, for various stuff, but I also do my own original works, and quite frankly, fan fiction is a great way to get started. I know a lot of people say it's probably not the best way, but it's a good way to cut your teeth on writing, because then, if you want to do your own original work, you can then take your experience with fan fiction and turn it into straight-up writing. And don't forget there's the Kindle Worlds thing on Amazon where it's legal fan fiction you can sell, make money off of, as long as you stay within the rules established by the source material. So I say go for it. There you go. All right. Well. All right, yeah, we're just about out of time here. Mark, do you want to send us out? Do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, all right. This is the Geek Pod. I'm Mark Weinstein. You know your host, or at least I think you hope you do. 
they and, will uh, better. I'm gonna, yeah, well, if I see you guys tomorrow, maybe I'll come back on tomorrow if you guys are good for it. All right. Yeah, take care. All right, thanks. Yeah.